Charm Diamond Centers. Okay, not bad, but remember, those three little words carry a lot of weight. Has to say 50 years of a family-owned business. Charm Diamond Centers. Dylan, think lifetime diamond guarantee, unbeatable pricing policy, stores across the country filled with experts who love love. Charm Diamond Centers. 0% interest financing, trade-up policy, easy payments. I need to feel that in your voice. It has to sound like Charm Diamond Centers. Wow, that was really good. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour of straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now. Oilers Nation Radio episode 217 coming at you on a Thursday because three of the four of us are heading off to Toronto tomorrow. Bag Milk here, Tyler, Dan, and Liam, who is the one host today that is not attending. Loyal to my city. I respect that. Mm-hmm. I don't. No? Well, to Liam Berg, we were going to see a soccer game and he said, no. I'm going to Calgary instead. Oh, so you are honoring your city indeed. <laughs> Oilers Nation Radio episode 217 brought to you by our friends at Oodle Noodle and DoorDash. Ding dong. If you are hungry today on Thursday, maybe you got some friends reruns you want to watch. Remember that was on on Thursdays, Dan? Huh? Yeah. You can order some Oodle Noodle via our friends at DoorDash. They are delicious. 17 locations and counting. Try the butter chicken mac and cheese. That's what I've been instructed to tell you. It's delicious. You may think, I like butter chicken. I like mac and cheese. I promise you, you'll like them both together. Instead of starting off the podcast with the delicious debate as we normally do, unfortunately, we were hit with some, some really sad news yesterday as Ben Stelter, Oilers super fan, was as unfortunately succumbed to his battle with cancer. So I just thought that we should start off the podcast talking about Ben for a second. I did this yesterday on, on better late than never. And it's sad, man. I don't know that I've ever seen somebody pull everyone together the way that Ben did and the way he got the building going, the way he inspired the players, the way he inspired the city and the hockey community at large. I just, really, really special time that we got to have with him and the Stelter family and thank them for sharing him with us. And I just want to get everybody's thoughts on Ben Stelter's passing today. Well, I'll, I'll start us off. I mean, for me, it's, uh, I was lucky enough to just be happen to be on the Oilers nation account when Mike sent us a message or tweet, uh, March the 30th of 2021 and, uh, fell in love with the little guy right then and there, you know, was just starting treatment and just starting to go through it. And, uh, you know, we, we now know how the story kind of played out and, and it's been a, it's, it's a wonderful story. It's a sad moment here at this, at this kind of juncture, but, uh, I, I really, I really think that, you know, Ben made a, a really positive thing happen in this city. And we, we, you know, we were already excited and we were ready to go for the playoffs, but, but the inclusion of Ben just made it, I think a little bit more special and, and you guys experienced it on your trip, you know, just being around the little guy in, in the arena, it was, uh, his energy was palpable and you could just see the excitement that he, he garnered from our excitement of seeing him. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty tough day pretty tough couple of days to go here. And, uh, and yeah, we're all just kind of reeling, I think a little bit. Tyler. Yeah. I think, uh, Dan kind of nailed it when like, this is obviously a really sad moment and I, my heart goes out to his family, right. Having, having to go through this right now. Um, it's just unimaginably sad. Um, but you know, talking about this from a, 
you know, the Oilers perspective and that connection between Ben and the team and the fan base. I, I like to look back on those few months from the end of the season into the playoffs through, you know, a bit of a happy lens in the sense that, you know, Ben obviously his life didn't last very long, but that ending there, right? Getting to be friends with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. I think about the time he was having down in L.A., getting to go to Disneyland one day and then watch his favorite team the next day in the playoffs in the building and high five the players coming out. Just the way the team embraced him and Connor and Leon embraced him and then hung out with him and things like that. The way the fan base embraced him and made him feel like a celebrity at every game, getting standing ovations and all of that stuff. Um, again, this is a sad moment. Your heart breaks for his family. Um, but but what a great couple of months it was and and i just applaud the team and all of that and his family as well for for letting him do all of that because it, it was really great to see how special everyone made ben feel yeah i i agree it was a uh, i think my favorite moment of ben was that game seven against la and they put him on the big screen when they did the intro and he said play la bomba baby like and it gives me goosebumps even just saying it right now and i I saw it again last night. I was like, man, like being in that rink when that happened, when they showed that clip was, it was amazing to be honest. And it's so sad that we won't be able to see him at games anymore, but I feel like the others are going to do, do a good job of still having him around in one way or another, which is going to be special. Some of the Oilers took to their social media accounts yesterday uh, just to pay tribute to Ben from Connor McDavid's Instagram account. He says, you touched everyone's hearts and were such an inspiration to us all. Lucky to be your friend. Rest easy, Benny. Evander Kane on Twitter put out, Ben, you're a true warrior and such an inspiration to us all. Your strength, determination, courage, and love beamed through the hockey world and especially our team. I'm going to miss your fist bumps before the games and to the Stelter family. We send our love and support. Zach Hyman said something. Leon Dreisaitl said something. There was... Everybody did. In fact, the Oilers did a little impromptu press conference today with Zach Hyman, Connor McDavid, and Jay Woodcroft talking about what he meant to the team in the city. And it was just really nice of the Oilers to to do that. Um, they're still in vacation mode, but for them to all take some time and just talk about what he meant to them and to the team and to the city, I thought that was really nice to see today. And the organization usually nails this stuff, but I would imagine they have something uh, pretty great a plan to to honor Ben and kind of his legacy. I know people were tossing around ideas on Twitter, but it'd be great if they could use one of those suites and kind of make it like Ben's suite, right? Where, yep. you know, you partner up with the Stollery or the Cross Cancer, whatever you need, whoever you need to partner with and have it. So, you know, maybe... Maybe every game there, there's a kid going through something who, who gets to bring his family there and have a moment where he gets to go give the fist bumps and things like that. It'd be awesome. I agree. Yeah, I think that I think that one kind of thing that you guys keep mentioning, and I think it it bears repeating, is the 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 way that the Oilers handled this. I think has been has been really well done from start to finish, and and they deserve a little bit of credit here. I know you know obviously the family and and Ben Ben had to be willing to do it too, but but the Oilers really just took it and ran with it, and it's been a wonderful thing for fans to be able to just kind of enjoy and be distracted of. And and you know Liam, you mentioned your favorite moment. I have to say my favorite moment was uh i think it was game five when the oilers lost and then there was that image of ben hugging mm-hmm. hugging uh, connor in the hallway afterwards uh, against la and it just felt like he hugged the entire city in that moment and just said you know what guys like we got this we're still fine we can come back from this and and they sure as shit did so yeah i the it's it's such an emotional thing it's it's been it's honestly it, somebody mentioned it on twitter the other day you know it, like how how in this topsy-turvy time that we're living in right now all you saw yesterday was just compassion and and love and and emotion spread throughout the entire hockey family so it's been wonderful to see Ben Stelter, you're the best. Yep. And uh, just to share a, a favorite memory, I think Tyler, you'll probably agree with me. We were lucky enough to meet Ben down in LA. He and I got to exchange stickers. I gave him a nation sticker. He gave me one of the Wendy stickers that I still carry in my wallet. He was super excited about that game. Unfortunately, like Dan said, the Oilers ended up losing that night, but that did not temper his appreciation or excitement for what was going on and just being there in general. So to the Stelter family, we're all thinking about you. And again, just thank you very much for sharing Ben with us over these last couple of months, because he's pretty amazing. 
Yeah, bang on. I just still love how how crazy the crowd would go. Like Liam, you talked about the little clip that they would have of him saying "Play La Bamba, baby," and how wild the crowd would go. Then anytime he was put up on the big screen, the crowd would go nuts. Like the city really did kind of fall in love with him, and it, and it was just such a great and memorable part of of that playoff run and of the season. So, um, again, a super sad moment, but it's it also is nice to kind of look back and remember the uh, the really great parts of, of what Ben was able to bring to the fan base. Hundred percent. So we'll just take a quick break there, and we'll wrap it up, and just say thank you again, and thoughts for the Stelter family. Mm-hmm. Getting back to the podcast as normal, we usually start off with the delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. So Tyler, take it away. Yeah, today's delicious debate comes around a piece of uh, breaking news we got from the Pacific Division today. Vegas Golden Knights announced kind of out of nowhere. 10 a.m. on a Thursday that Robin Leonard's going to miss the entire 2022-23 season with hip surgery. Um, a bit of a wild story to see pop up. So who is their goalie now? They're going to be running. The only two goalies they have under con or the two expected goalies of under contract are Laurent Brassois, 29 years old, and Logan Thompson, who is wow. a 25 year old, six foot four from Calgary, who played 20 games or has 20 career games under his belt. Granted, he has good numbers in those games, a 216 goal, 266 goals against average, 914 save percentage. Um, but Vegas seems to be heading in a direction where they don't really have a proven number one anymore. The only the only NHL experience, I think the most NHL experience they have on their roster right now is Michael Hutchinson, formerly of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. So with the news that <laughs> Vegas may not have a starting goalie, today's delicious debate is this. With this news, rank the teams one through eight in the Pacific Division. Hmm? Okay, who wants to start? I'm going. You know what? I'll do it. Well, it's still to me. Call me Homer, all you want. Homer. Thank you. <laughs> this is the Oilers' division to lose. Yeah. So I'm going to say Edmonton won. Mm. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think anyone on this podcast is going to argue with you. So Edmonton <laughs> won. Okay, I'm going to say I would have said Vegas too. Yeah. Not anymore. Who the fuck they have in net? Yep, I, I might as well try out for the Vegas Golden Knights in net. So Edmonton one, I'm going to say Vancouver two. Thoughts? Actually, you know what? I'm going to say Calgary two. Their defense is going to be really good. Then and I'll Mark say Vancouver Trump. three. Uh, Vancouver or LA three. Okay. Those, are, those are interchangeable to me. So let's just start with the first three or four and see where you guys are at. Um, just to round things off, the Ducks, terrible. Uh, I'm going to say the Ducks finished last in the division this, this year. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, I think Seattle just got better quietly and they'll do enough to get uh, to bridge that gap. Yeah. I, so for me, obviously Edmonton won. I, I'm warming up to Calgary a little bit more, you know, Huberto signed and all of that. There's less of a question mark. Their blue line is just going to be so damn good. Mm-hmm. And with Markstrom between the pipes, it's like, okay, they'll win a lot of games off the back of being coached by Daryl Sutter, having an elite, elite blue line and an elite goaltender as well. I really like Vancouver more than most. So I'm going to put them three. I know I said on a pod a couple weeks ago, I had them as like, oh, they could be the biggest threat to Edmonton. Their blue line is just not quite there. Their forward group, I like more than Calgary, actually. But their blue line is just so far behind Calgary's. Between the pipes, they're solid. But that gap on the blue line has them at three for me. Um, I actually think the three Canadian teams are probably going to be the only ones to make the playoffs. I have LA at number four, but missing the playoffs because of the five teams in the central in all likelihood. Um, but I have LA at number four right now. They would have, I mean, Vegas would have fallen behind them with this Leonard news. Um, so Vegas at five. What do you say, Leo? Uh, um, Edmonton one. I'll go Calgary two as well. I will go LA three, Vancouver four, Vegas five, and then. What's the big difference for you between LA and Vancouver? I feel like LA just now have that experience of being in the playoffs. Like last year, they didn't have Drew Doughty. Victor Alvinson didn't play in the playoffs either. They just got Kevin Fiala. Like I, f- I feel like their forward group might be a little bit better. Like Vancouver. I don't like LA and net though. I don't like LA and net either. I think their blue line's fine. Their blue line's fine. I think the goalies, are, they'll be fine. Like, I just think the experience factor of having like a Kopitar and Dowdy just puts them over the edge a little bit over Vancouver. That would be the only real difference for me. Mm-hmm. And the depth perhaps on forward, like the third line for LA would potentially be Alex Afalo, Blake Lazard, and Arthur Kaliev. And then Vancouver's is, what, what is his name? 
Podkolsen. Podkolsen. Yep. Dickinson and McCave. I don't know. I might give LA. And they have Hoglander. Mm, are they all name team? Yeah. I see. I give Vancouver a bit of an edge up front. It's close, but like, I really, really like Pedersen with him and Miller. They have a high end that I, I think is a little bit better than LA's high end. Like I don't hate Kevin Fiala, but like he's, I, I think Kevin Fiala might struggle to be a point of game guy in LA. Um, so yeah, I, I just, they are close though. I would agree with that. It's just the goaltending like Thatcher Demko is going to win you so many games. Right. Um, so I, I'd like them a little bit more there. I think the blue line is close to like, I, I think LA's blue line is better just yeah. cause you know, like Doughty's still going to eat you minutes and things like that. Um, no. he's going to eat minutes. Like they're getting delivered by DoorDash, but yeah, anyways, Dan, uh, well, I, I think you guys are, I, I understand the propensity to just want to dismiss Vegas, but I don't see Vegas as being a team that's just going to sit on their hands and be like, well, I guess we have Michael Hutchinson as our starting goaltender. I, I really envision that they're going to go hard in the paint, even if it means trading another big name to try and get a goalie back. I think that they, they will be desperate. So I'm going to say Oilers one Vegas two, wow. Vancouver three, and then I would say LA four. I think that I'm, I'm with, I'm with, Liam on thinking that LA is going to be better than, than even that they were last year. I think that they're just a solid team kind of, kind of Calgary idea. They don't have a lot of talent up front where Vancouver does. And then Tyler, you nailed it on the head for me. Demko is the, is the difference maker in that one. And I think Demko is the best goalie in our division. So it's uh, for me, I, I would say Oilers, Vegas, Vancouver, LA. Who's bringing up the rear, everybody? Who's the caboose in the old Pacific division? You said Anaheim's going to come last. I think San Jose is going to come last. I do too. Um, like they traded away Brent Burns. Like at least Anaheim lost. Um, they lost Getzlav and he didn't even have like a great season, but they went and picked up Klingberg and Zegris will be better and Drysdale will be better. And they have Strom. Gibson. Yeah, they got Strom too. I look at San Jose and it's like, okay, you traded away Burns. Um, you're just generally very average when you look at the forward group. Like they have some good pieces and hurdle admire, but there's no depth there really. Um, the D pairings are blech. like it's Mario Ferraro and Eric Carlson. K okay, fine. Radim, Radim Simek and Mark Edward Vlasic. That's an awful second pairing. Marcus Nudevar and Matt Benning's like an average third pairing. Shout out to Matt Benning. Between the pipes, they're going with Kakadin and Reimer, and it's like Reimer's fine, Kakadin's fine, but there's nothing there. At least Anaheim. Yeah, I think like, Reimer's going to end up in Vegas. Oh shit, that's actually that could be a shout. That's what I think is going to happen. Because yeah. like I agree with Dan that they're not just going to let their goalie go man down for the year and do nothing. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to go fishing for James Reimer. Okay, let me ask a question quickly, just on Vegas's cap. So I was lucky, and it says they have minus five million. Yeah. So obviously, when you take off. Lena yeah. and he goes to LTIR, they would just be at the floor, right? And they, then they have they can put Weber on LTIR. Is I that think. not with him already there? Um uh, like that's what I'm trying to figure out. So it says projected cap space is this, which is five point seven nine four. Mm, yeah, you're right. Because when you look at the Oilers, like they haven't officially put Clefbaum and Smith on LTIR and they're minus six months. So actually, yeah, you're right. They'll be okay. like right at the cap. Okay, so on top of that. They have six fo- six defensemen signed. Yep, they're good there. And they have eleven forwards signed. They still sign Nick Hag, I think. Um, Go down. He's a D man, but he's on IR. Yeah, they got to yeah, sign Nick. Okay, Hag. so they have seven defensemen. So the mm-hmm. d- defense is pretty much done. I guess Nolan Patrick will go into that forward group. So they have twelve forwards, mm-hmm. and then they take whoever from. They uh, got to be money and money out. So if they're going to go get Reimer, they have to like move Brassois. Yeah, I. D- I think it's. Teams are just going to try and handcuff them. Probably. Yeah. I was just going to say, I don't know. I, like I, the, the transaction of Reimer makes sense, but the in-division stuff is just so rare these days. And like, I thought maybe they'd go after Gibson too. But again, that's another, another franchise within your division trying to give you a goalie. It seems weird. Unless San Jose just like tries yeah. to fleece him on a deal. Right. And if you're San Jose, you're going, okay, we'll take Persuade. We'll give you Reimer. Um, but Hey Vegas, you have that first round pick this year. Yeah. Uh-huh. We want that. But I, to get to the other side of that question that you guys had asked, where do you get like, where did Seattle improve that much that we're thinking that they're not the bottom barrel team that so, trade with Nashville fleece, uh, Columbus, man, uh, York sorry, Columbus. York Columbus. York a 30 goal guy. Andre Burkowski is yeah. a 25 plus goal guy. Matty, First overall pick slide to four. 
So Shane Wright's in the lineup, Maddie Beneers. You can insulate those two with one of Gord or Alex Venberg or even a Jared McCann if he slides the middle. I think their forward group is actually starting to look fairly well-rounded. I think it's Because now, like Burakovsky and Bjorkstrand are close to top line guys. They're not going to make the playoffs. Seattle's not making the playoffs, but they're closer to top line guys, which bumps down Schwartz and Eberle. And then you look at their blue line and it's, you know, it leaves you wanting a little bit, but it's not terrible by any stretch of the imagination. And I think Philip Grubauer has a bounce back season. I agree. I think he's a good goalie who just had a bad shitty year and he could bounce back. So that's why I have them ahead of Anaheim and San Jose, but not ahead of any of the teams I would call quote unquote legit. Fair enough. I legitimately asked that question because I did not follow anything in the crack in the off season. So I appreciate you guys. They just kind of had like a quietly sneaky, good couple of moves there. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the, the Columbus trade. I said Nashville, but it's Columbus. Yeah. That was like picks for a 30 goal guy. Made no sense. And like Bjork trans on one of the best contracts in the NHL, how more teams weren't calling Columbus or were teams just like unaware this was happening. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I just don't get it, man. Cause that was such a good, good trade. He's 27 and he's basically scores at a 30 goal pace every year. That's bananas. Yep. Here's something. What if Vegas call Seattle? They have Grubauer. Did Drager get injured or is he? Drager's done for the year. Drager's done for the year. Okay. Then or no. for most of the year. They probably won't. Be but they have Joey them. Decord in the mind, but they're, they're running with the Martin, Jones Grubauer. Martin Jones. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they call. I don't know. I think Seattle looking at the roster, I actually didn't realize how decent they actually were. Like maybe they can. They're not going to be a pushover. Like they had what? No. 60 points. Like, yeah. They won 27 games last year. I bet you they jumped from 60 points to like the 76 range. I could see them getting eight more wins next year. Do you think Wright plays? I don't think he does right away. Yeah, he might not. I think Seattle. I think be, he's sellable. Yeah. I think, I think he's, sellable. he's sellable for a franchise that's in his second year. He'll sell some, uh, some right jerseys. You got to grab some momentum in that market, right? Especially yeah. if the super yeah. Sonics come back one day. We can only hope. Oh, Sean Camp, I can bring out the jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. That'd be nice. Real nice. Real nice. So there you go. Delicious debate. We don't all agree on how the Pacific Division is going to look, but that's why we have a debate. I would like to hear from you. Hit us up on ON Radio Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know how you think the Pacific's going to look. I say Oilers. Liam says Oilers. Tyler also said Oilers, as did Dan. The rest, though, None of it was the same. Well, they don't call this podcast other teams in the Pacific Division radio, do they? We could call it that. Should we change the name? <laughs> Something to think about, I think, for next season. It, it's, it flows off the tongue. Mm. I could see that in a logo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to give a uh, shout out to our friends at Cornerstone Insurance at cornerstoneins.ca. Tyler, you heard it a couple of weeks ago. He called in. He spoke to Bill. Bill helped him out. He got him insured. Quick as a GIF, right, Tyler? Mm-hmm. Now I'm cruising that nation truck around everywhere. Because he's insured. He's allowed to. Mm-hmm. Cornerstoneins.ca. You too can be insured like Tyler. They've got auto, residential, commercial, life insurance, whatever you need. Click about. That's where you'll find the citizens of the nation button that'll get you a little discount at cornerstoneins.ca. Cornerstoneins.ca. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Weather's got a little bit of housekeeping done this week. Tyler Benson signed a one-year two-way contract worth $750,000, $325,000, I believe. Uh, I just said that off the dome. I got to check that. Is guaranteed regardless of where he plays. I want to start this conversation off just by saying I'm a little bit surprised Benson re-signed with the Oilers just because his path to play in the NHL is pretty blocked. Yeah. It is, but at the same time, how did you wake up today? Me? Yeah, I I got lots of sleep. Don't worry. Did you? I just, Why are you tired today? I haven't had a second coffee. Oh, I've been up since five. I don't know why I was up at five. I'm too. I'm tired too. But that's gonna help when I have to go to bed at six p.m. for my <laughs> six a.m. flight tomorrow. I think if you're Benson, you're signing for 750k. The Oilers gave you, you know, 300 some k, like you said, and guaranteed, which is big for someone. Sure, um, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money when you're 20 some years old, right? It's like a lot I of money we, for anybody. Yeah, like we kind of forget that sometimes. Like that's a good amount of guaranteed change, even if you're playing in Bakersfield and lighting it up. But the other thing too is there's there's a spot to be had on the Oilers' bottom six, and it, when you're at 750k, if you're Benson, so let's walk that through. Who is it? If you outplay Devin Shore, but is Devin Shore even on the lineup? He's not in my lineup. Sure, but then if you're Benson, all you're trying to do is... He's got to play Warren Fogle to me. Does he, though? Because right now, Fogle's on your third line. I'm... Okay, so that's assuming for me that Holloway plays. Ah, see? You know what happens when you assume? What happens? You make an ass out of you and me. Ah. Potentially Tyler Benson in this situation. Um, I don't want to do that. But like, if you're Benson and you come in and you outplay Matthias Janmark... You're making 750K. The Oilers are going to look at you and go, hmm, we could waive Yanmark and keep you and save like maybe $300,000 against the cap. Sure. You saw that photo of Yanmark partying in the probably Gretzky jersey. You telling me that guy's getting outplayed? Probably not. If you outplay Devin Shore, the Oilers <laughs> can send him down and save a hundred grand. Like, I don't know. I think it's a fine bet for a guy like Benson to make. You're familiar with the city. You're a local guy. You're familiar with the system. If you have to go down to Bakersfield, you have your living arrangements set up there. Like, you know, going to another organization. Yeah, sure. If another organization was willing to take a chance on him, he maybe has a more clear path to a bottom six role. But I think he's a guy who controls his own fate here. It could be. Yeah. Like they just being comfortable within his spot. You have somewhere to live here. You have somewhere to live already in Bakersfield. Moving's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Nobody likes to move. Liam, your thoughts on Tyler Benson? I think from an organizational perspective, it's actually pretty important to have him on in Bakersfield this year. If he's that's where he is, like it's going to be a very young group. It's good to have that experience and the veteran guy. Like seems like the Oilers kind of like Brad Malone. Like, would anybody be shocked if he played on the Oilers this year? Like he played in the playoffs over Benson. Oh, yeah, like maybe maybe. Malone kind of get that look off that smug look off your face, Dan. (laughs) Takes a thirteenth, fourteenth forward role with the Oilers, perhaps. I don't know, whatever. And uh, Benson becomes maybe the captain of Bakersfield and takes all these young guys under his wing for a year or two, whatever he signed for, and goes from there. Like I don't know, that feels like a good role for him. Maybe he's just kind of come to terms of like, I'm just always going to be a fourth line guy in the NHL. Why not just go score eighty points in the AHL or whatever he scores, Dan? Yeah, I think that for me, um, you know, I'm not usually a guy to dismiss a person and obviously he's going to come to camp and try his damnedest to make this team. Uh, But yeah, I think that also the reality is, is that there's a finite amount of NHLers in this world. And then there's a finite amount of NHLers and AHLers in this world. And Tyler Benson kind of falls into that NHL slash AHL spot and will probably for the rest of his career. And as you guys mentioned, I think it's just comfort over, over function. He could have probably gone to a, you know, a St. Louis and, and fought through his way through the Peoria system, but he knows what he knows in Edmonton. And, and maybe he just doesn't want that fight. I got, who knows, but uh, for the organization, it is what it is. And, and it's a guy on, in your, in your tool belt. If you get to that depth chart need, you have a a person that has played NHL minutes. Like guys can get better over the summer. Like you said, Dan, right. He's going to come in. He's going to do his damn best to try (laughs) to crack this team. But um, for me, I, he's the definition of like a quad a player (laughs) bag milk found something funny about Antonio Brown. (laughs) Antonio Brown just tweeted a graphic of himself with a quote that is just spectacular. (laughs) That has completely derailed my train of thought. So this is, and I quote from Antonio Brown. This just went out on Twitter six minutes ago. Tyler, I'm going to read this to you. My biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a quote unquote cracker or 
showing up to Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet or throwing rocks at a UPS driver. And it doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around jet stadium mid game while throwing up deuces. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me Antonio Brown play a game live. Sure. I can watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine what that was like for you all to see something like that. Like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at red rocks End quote watching red rocks is that not one of the most amazing quotes that ever this has special so it looks like he's like reposting something from a meme account based on the watermark there but the fact he shared this from his main thing um (laughs) (laughs) that's uh (laughs) that's one heck of a one heck of a newspaper clippings to believe. I, uh, yeah, that derailed me. Yeah. Did it ever. Uh, the thing with Benson, what was I talking about? Um, he's like, Coming a, back. it's like seeing Benson is like watching the Beatles or Jesus <laughs> or Jesus do his thing. Uh, he Benson is like the definition of a, of a quad a player, right? Like, you know, in baseball, the guy who can just mash triple a pitching and then he gets to the majors. They figure out if you throw him a curveball outside, he's basically, you know, unplayable. And like, that's maybe sounds harsh, but like Benson goes and rips up the American league. That's all he does. He goes and just piles up the fucking points at the AHL. And then he comes to the NHL and it's like, okay, he can't, he loses his scoring touch and this and that. And it's like, ah, it's frustrating, right? Because it's like, Hey, maybe he will have a good summer. And he'll come in and he'll earn a spot and we'll be like, hell yeah. I uh, hope he earns a spot. Yeah, like me I too. It's sure. a great story. Watching him score his first goal hometown in his kid. hometown, like that was sick. Of course. But it's just, you know, it's it's been a couple summers now of let's hope Benson has had his best summer ever. And, and that's yeah. the only reason I say I was surprised he resigned. That's all. Yeah. It's not like I don't like the player or think that there's value there and having him on the depth chart. I just, if I'm Benson, I look at who's ahead of me. Yeah. And it's just like, man, that's tough. Mm-hmm. You know, the two way street when you sign a contract. No, I, it's understandable. You had that thought back. Uh, where do you think, do you think Benson plays? Okay. So last year, 2021, 22, Tyler Benson played 29 games in the NHL over under. Well, I'm, I can't believe he played 29 games last year. I think that's right. I want to make sure he did. Yeah. yeah I can't yeah. believe he played 29 yeah. games last season. Yeah. I was also surprised when I saw that. That's why I doubted myself after I said it. <laughs> I'll say under. He played more games in the NHL than the AHL last season. That's stunning. I didn't think that at all. And again, I like I like him as a player. I honestly think, yeah, if you would have maybe gone to another organization, he catches on somewhere. But like, who's hmm. the power play specialist we brought in at the trade deadline last year? Derek Broussard. Yeah, that's right. Penalty kill specialist. Um, <laughs> Tyler, speaking of Derek Broussard, Tyler Benson now gets his number back. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. What a eh? Waste of time. Um, <laughs> He's a fucking guy. I didn't even wear it. <laughs> I will say under two. Dan, over under 29. Under. Life's too short to bet Brad the under. I believe in you, Tyler Benson. Life's too short to bet the under. Every year we get surprises like this, right? Yep. Of course. I mean, right. last year we really didn't get any, but you know, sometimes you get surprises like Just this. Just got one right now. Hearing that Tyler Benson's played more games in the NHL last season than the AHL, it was surprising. And had six times the amount of points. Ooh, I got an idea. A fun little, like, outside of the obvious. Mm-hmm. Who's your bet for preseason MVP? Fuck the, it, I'll say Benson. The Ty Ratty Award, as we call it. Oh, yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark? Yeah, yeah, Mark. Or whoever they bring in on a PTO. Oh, PTO everybody. AKA PK PTO Subban. Bill Castle, PK, Subban, double PTO. Uh, Let you guys walked right into my next topic that I'm so happy about for some reason. And I don't know where these came from, but people keep sending me Oilers rumors where they're tied to Phil Kessel. Now I have no idea. First of all, one, how they make the math work Two, how much gas Phil Kessel still has left minimal. But all I know is you got to do it for the memes. You got to do it for the lulls. If you trade Fogel for a pick, yeah, there's a spot for Kessel on the right side in the sense that if Fogel's not here and, and Holloway doesn't make the team, you run Kane, Nuge, Hyman down the left side. Your right side at that point is basically just Pugliarvi and Yamo. So you probably want a right shot. You know, if Fogel stays, you're probably more inclined to let, or if Holloway makes team, you're more inclined to flip someone to the right side, like a Hyman. Then there's not really room for Phil Kessel. But I think right now there's room for Phil Kessel. I will give you though, I have one PTO candidate that stands out Hit above me. the rest. Danny DeKaiser. Yeah. Ken Holland known. Uh, 
you know, averaged 18 minutes a night for Detroit last season, um, finished the year dash eight granted, uh, but he played, played in 60 games. He's a left shot. He's 32 coming off a big money contract. No one's clearly giving him anything. Holland's boy. It's happening. Just get ready. <laughs> Any forward PCOs you like outside of fill the thrill? Come on, do it. Just do it for the memes, man. We'd make so much content. You know, and this name shouldn't intrigue me in the slightest. Is it PK? Is it Nazim no. Kadri? <laughs> Are you saying PTO Nazim Kadri? Yes. If he's wow. able to do it. Um, Sam Gagne would be interesting for a handful of reasons, but I, listen, I love the, the, the angle and the story of Gagne coming back and pushing towards a thousand games as an oiler is tremendous. How, how, how many is he out? He's another guy where Sam Gagne is probably, how old is he also? He's probably in his early thirties, but he's been playing since he's 18. So he just feels like he's around he's 33 a games away. So if you brought him in, he could do it in your bottom six. How, right? how old is he? He was drafted in 07, right? Yeah. So he's uh, born in 89. 34? It doesn't say his fucking age. I can't do math. 33. Uh, 2009, 2009. He's 34. He just turned 34 yesterday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sam. I saw that. Happy yeah, birthday, Bob Sam. wished him a happy birthday. Uh, anyways, the awkward thing with that is you don't want to get caught up in like the emotional side of it, right? Like if Gagne comes here and plays bad, then you have to do like the very awkward Mike Comrie thing where you're like, ah, yeah, you didn't, you didn't make it. Uh, that you just, you shuffle them upstairs. Yeah. Or you do That's that. That's where he belongs. Or you talk to him before and be like, hey, are you cool being like the vet down in Bakersfield for us? You know? Brad Malone made oh, the team over you. Just, gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it just can, it can get awkward. Uh, What's so, the old career earnings on Sam? Come on. 750K. Let's go, Sam. League minimum. Let's get it done. What are his career earnings? Oh, man. I'd love to have him back. Uh, Cap Friendly has Sam Gagne as 35.2 million. Uh, he's good. fine. Do you think he would be that guy, though? Like, I, I'll be honest. I haven't seen Sam Gagne play since he left the Oilers in 2020. But he, he played had 31 points 31 last year. points last year. 13 goals. Like, yeah. He could crack his team. Like, is that better than Devin Shaw? Yeah. The I, other name I I'm like, like I, I'm weirdly interested in this guy, probably just because I remember him being like a buzzed about prospect at one point. But Michael Dal Cole, he's never been anywhere other than the Islanders organization. Like he doesn't score when he's been in the NHL. But like, son of a bitch, the guy's six foot three, two hundred pounds. He was a fifth overall pick at one point. He's had a couple of like meh seasons in the American League. Like last year, he had twenty nine points in thirty nine games. Um, I don't. I, I just. I. I feel like maybe they're like if you're gonna give anyone a PTO, why not go with like a twenty six year old who has some upside, or who might have some upside. He probably doesn't, but he might. I don't know. So PTO Liam, why not? I would. You're 26. You got some upside. I got some upside. I don't know what it is yet. I've never made it that far. I believe oh. in you. Ooh, what about Cody Eakin? Ginger. Can be part of the old ginger <laughs> team. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <so>. Yep. <laughs> you got <laughs> real excited about that one. Uh-huh. I had him on my list, actually, as someone to come in. But okay. if, I feel if, like he's been a guy the others have been linked with in the past and yep, not that long ago. Like, maybe that's someone I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate to not go with. Oh, what about Tyler Pitlick? What about Sonny Milano? Sonny Milano would be good. Sonny Milano, I feel like, has got to get a contract. Same with a guy like too. Sam Steele and uh, what's his name? Rodriguez. Like Evan Rodriguez scored 19 goals last year. Like, come on. How are, the, how are some of these guys not getting contracts? I don't, yeah, get, I don't it. get it. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Alex Chason scored 13 goals last season. I know he signed overseas. Bring him back. Fuck it, bring him back. Oh, you know he's he got signed an overseas? Out, you know he's got an out clause over there. What did he sign? Um, let me guess. Germany. I'm going to say Ug or no Zug. 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 Is that a team or a place? I don't know. Zug. Stay tuned. Googled Alex Chason. <laughs> clicked news. Uh, Cody Egan had four goals and eight assists. Oh, maybe he in did 69 games last year. Nice. Well, Chason was originally brought in on PTO, wasn't he? He yep. was. Yeah. See, you never know when a PTO guy will turn into a 20 goal scorer. Um, there's quite a few guys on this list. Like, uh, maybe not him. Uh, there's not that many guys anymore. Dennis, uh, this guy, I can't say his name. Chalkowski. Chalkowski. Chalowski. Former first overall pick. Uh, first, first round. Overall. <laughs> first overall. Wow. First round pick from uh, Ken Holland. Former friend Tyler Ennis is on that list. I like Sam Steele too. I think that's a guy I have time for. But again, if you're the Oilers, like you have McLeod, you have likely one of Yamamoto or Pugliarvi in your bottom six, maybe Holloway. Like how young and small do you want to get in your bottom six? Am I misremembering or was Sam Steele not expected to be like a shoot the lights out guy? Yeah, yes. he was. Didn't he score a hat-trick against the Oilers last season? 
He's a tie ratty type. I'm just thinking because I'm pretty sure he did. And it says here he had six goals. And I'm sure he's got a hat trick against the oil. I don't remember that. He at least had two in that game. He scored two, two. on October 19th against okay. the Oilers on two shots. Good that is a how good memory. How did you remember that? Because I remember them making a massive deal about how he was like the hometown kid and all this stuff. I think the Oilers won that game quite easily, too, if I remember. Yeah, that um, would have been the one they... Yeah. Um... Yeah, maybe him. I like I like Sam Steele, but I feel that like... That was the game Mike Smith got hurt in. I think it was at the game. Yeah, I was too. I oh. think jo- Josh Mahura, who was a local kid, I think that was, the game, that was the game he scored on himself. The Oilers won. I was in the same grade hey, two class. Was an Oiler, always oh. an Oiler. You played for the Oilers? No. But Probably if you're an Oilers fan, fan we're, we're counting. Mm-hmm. You. Sure. Someone in front of me was wearing a Mahura jersey, and we were sitting seven rows up from the net he scored on himself on. And I was remember being like, ooh, sorry, buddy. Like, I did feel bad for him because, like, you know, St. Albert boy and all that, but ah, ah. wins him, you lose him, I guess. He's probably still using his parents' Netflix account. He makes gobs of money. Yeah. I, I stand by what I said. He <laughs> He's the most successful <laughs> one to come out of that grade two class we were in together. I'll tell you that for Don't free. Don't sell yourself short like come that. On. Come on. You're on Oilers Nation Radio. Do you know how many people listen to this podcast? Hundreds of millions. Mm-hmm. I've seen the numbers. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time for Ask the Idiots. Are you ready, Tyler? We are rolling through this episode and I am a fan. Ask the idiots for our friends at Montana's. Montana's. Because we're going to get Montana's messy. You, dear listener, can win prizes from Montana's just from going in, eating ribs, and using the hashtag get Montana's messy. Can't remember that? No problem. Check out at Oilers Nation on Twitter. You can go to our Facebook page, Instagram. Hashtag's right there. We put on the graphic. They send us the graphic. We post the graphic. You eat the ribs, you win the prizes. That's how it works. Get Montana's messy. Only a couple of questions for you today, boys. Rassy idiots. So I'm going to start with Nation Dan. Aside from Pooley, Arvey, Barry, and Fogle, the three that tend to get spoken about the most in terms of trade targets, who else could the Oilers move to clear up cap space? And what would that return be, Dan? We're playing armchair GM today. Jeez, that's a that's a spicy meatball to pitch my way. Let me bring up Cap Friendly here. I got and an idea. I'll let oh, you, yeah, I'll let you do well, your Dan's re- looking. Tyler, go ahead. Yeah. You need to clear up money. Yep. The easiest way to clear up the most amount of money is just to trade your highest paid player. Trade Connor. Yep. <laughs> uh, Surveyor Brett, you can clip that at any time <laughs> and circulate that and let people know that Tyler apparently wants to trade Connor McDavid. You trade him for a collection of like 12 first round picks. And then you just use those first round picks to trade for players making league minimum. So instead of having one Connor McDavid, you have 12 players like all on ELCs that you've used your first round picks to trade for. Yeah. You got to get 123 points and a then, year by committee. Yeah. And then you do that. You use those players to ice a full second roster. Do you think if you spent squad, road squad. 12, $1 million players that their aggregate total of points would equal 123? Hear me out. You get special <laughs> exemption from the NHL. Whatever player, tags. What, no, no, special exemption from the NHL. Whatever players you get in a Connor McDavid yeah. trade yeah. can all be on the ice at the same time and play as Connor McDavid. So we're playing twelve on five. So like, if you get seven players in the package, fuck it. It's those seven players on a line with Hyman and Kane. Yeah, this is smart. Yeah, if the NHL right. agrees to that, maybe a McDavid deal does make sense. I see no downsides there. <laughs> <laughs> None at all. So, well, so to answer the question, it's a tough question because the reason that those names are brought up is because they are a very specific value point versus their actual value to the team. They're not top line, top flight guys, but they're also not making millions and millions of dollars. If I could trade somebody to make cap space, that person would likely be a Darnell nurse. However, you're going to then have to replace that skill on that line. So I just think that you're going to reason office monkey back. What's that? You're getting our office monkey back? Cap space, the office monkey. Yeah, we need some cap space back in the office. I miss but, our uh, giant stuffed gorilla. Liam's like, what? <laughs> you didn't need cap space? Before my time. Oh, that yeah. Was, we that tra- was almost before me, man. Like, I, I was coming around right at that point, too. Oh, yeah, because we traded cap space for an accordion. Yeah. Do you remember when we, do you remember when we all blinked in 2020 and then 2022 was happening? Yeah. Why is the yeah, accordion? Yeah, so that's kind of where it happened. Where is the accordion? Uh, the accordion is long gone. Garbage oh. dump. Uh, really? 
Yep. Somebody else dumped it. it. I'd be curious to see the trade tree on that. It's very simple. Cap space to accordion to nothing. Strom yeah. or yeah, Everly we, to Strom to Spooner. Yeah, we, nothing. yeah that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Good <laughs> okay. one, Chia. Dan, who are you trading? I got you, uh, got you off track here. That's okay. I would, I would trade Darnold Nurse. <clears throat> Liam, you got to clear some cap space. Who would it be? Uh, I'm not trading Don on this. Uh, I was looking at Derek Ryan and I, I looked at like the comparable contracts and you can bury him. But to be less. fair to Ryan, yeah. like the other guys on the same deal, he's probably better than like Johan Lawson had a similar deal. Yeah, he's good. I really like Johan. You think so? Well, he, he was making 1.4 and I, I would just do something <laughs> simple. Like get rid of Sadie <laughs> Cuckoo. You pretty much get a million there. There you go. Yeah, the reality see, is, is no, that it's, okay, you, it's you're not though, Liam. Liam, why Liam, am I not? Liam, Liam, whoa! He, he's the Oilers' seventh defenseman. He's not getting buried right now. He's the Oilers' seventh defenseman. So I am. If I move him, I am getting cuckoo? a cuckoo. Yes, he I thought we were still talking about Derek Ryan. Oh no, 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 <laughs> cuckoo! I'm keeping. Okay, Ryan. but regardless, if he's Two the seventh Derek. defenseman making nine hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, yes. If you move him, you have to replace him. Yes. So what are you saving? 900 <laughs> I'm saving like 100 grand. So what are we doing That's with this exercise? Who else am I this moving? is a nonsensical. It's this like- is so hard to do. I'm not moving McDavid, Drysdale, Hyman, <laughs> Nuge, Kane, Yamo. That's why this question doesn't make sense. That's, is what I'm getting that's at. Why, who that's why that's why I started my whole thing Liam with saying that it's like an oddly specific number, right? <laughs> so it's like Cody Cece and Brett Kulak are the only two others that fall into that line and I'm not trading either I'm of those guys. I'm not going to sit here and say not even for Blake <laughs> That I'm trading CC or Kulak. Would you consider trading Connor as Tyler did? No. Interesting. <laughs> I traded Darnell, Liam. Who are you trading? I am trading Slade Cuckoo. I'm trading Jack Campbell. I brought up trading. But you're getting no cap space in your trade for cap space. The question wasn't how much cap space can I can speak. I'm so frustrated. The question was, who am I moving to create cap space? My answer is Slade Cuckoo. And I am creating Break out the emergency banana. I brought up trading Connor McDavid and then I proceeded to scream at you because you brought up trading Derek Ryan. <laughs> this question's nonsense. This person is not getting any sort of prize. Well, we have nothing to give away anyway, so no ribs for you. I think I would trade probably uh, Leon Dreisaitl. Thoughts? Straight up Sean Couturier, who says no. Or just picks. You know, you need that, you need that cap space. To Florida for Matthew Kachuk straight up. Not knowing how Florida makes trades, we trade dry side a little bit. We get like Ekblad, yeah, we Markov get Ekblad and yeah, first. Yeah. <laughs> That's excellent. They'd eat half of all their contracts. Did he mention getting fleeced at all on the DFO rundown when you interviewed Bill Zito? Did he acknowledge it or? Well, so we're sitting there doing like our pre-show call before we do the interview with Zito. And that's when I was texting you being like, hey, I'm not going to like be on the meeting or weekly meeting, blah, blah, blah. And then you were like, ask Bill Zito why. So I told, I was laughing and I was like, Frank, uh, Bag Milk wants you to ask Bill Zito like why he did that. And that was Frank's first question was like, (laughs) Bill, why? (laughs) Like a little bit more professional than that, but it was, uh, very good. I actually liked your reply to me back. I just asked why. And you're just like, Bill question from Edmonton. What's your fucking deal anyway? <laughs> yeah. Well, Zito, come on. You owe us Barkov now. Well, I've got a very important. Oh, sorry. Again, I was going to say it's nice because Hubert is not a playoff player. So that'll be good. That is true. Rather than playing. Well, Chuck fits Huber. right in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Gaudreau out. <laughs> Hubert in. Same, same. Either. You know, I've got a very important question and I think you guys will all be very excited about this one. So I'm going to start with Liam. What is your favorite ice cream treat from a fast food place? Which is the most elite ice cream treat from a fast food place? You got Frosties from Wendy's, McFlurries, you got Blizzards. Uh, I think it's Blizzard. Although I can only order the Oreo Blizzard. Why is that? Because one time I asked for the Smarties Blizzard and I literally had to spell out Smarties over the announcement thing because the lady couldn't understand what I was saying. Even though and you spawned the, the language. I, it's, I speak English and I got all the way to the sec, the first, to the E, the only E, and she was like, oh, you want a Smarties Blizzard? <laughs> like, how did I have to spell this so far before you figured uh, out that I wanted that? So yeah, Oreo Blizzard, uh, elite of the elite. So only Oreo Blizzard. I'm too afraid. <laughs> like, it was so embarrassing. You just got to do the hard T, pal. I can't. Don't make me do it. 
You just got to do the hard Smarties. Thing. Smarties. There you go. You sounded very Albertan there. Everybody's going to understand when you say Smarties. Smarties. <laughs> Tyler. Uh, I, I will agree with Liam and go with Blizzard. I'm a big fan of the strawberry cheesecake Blizzard. Oh, nice. Mm. Um, but I'm not a big like sweets guy. So like I can only ever do a small. And, like, Some lots of sticks then maybe. Yeah. Um, although they don't serve them at Dairy Queen. Although I will say there is something once in a while when it's a hot day. There's something nice about just your basic McDonald's vanilla cone. Oh, classic. You're, you're hot. You just need to cool down maybe while you're driving, right? You got your penny. Probably off. like 89 cents or something. Yeah. You just cruise into the drive through One vanilla cone. Done. Do you, do you, uh, have you ever coned? Do you remember when people used to do that? And you used to no, Liam. That's bad, Liam. I know. I never did it. I what is it? Couldn't drive <laughs> what? I don't know what's happening. Same, like, same thing as like throwing drinks back into that was, the... That was not that, cool. See, but that one creates a mess for the employees. <laughs> the cone is you just is... grab the cone by the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so, some people would do the unicone where you would grab the cone by the ice cream and then put it on your head. <laughs> I never did that. I was too old when I started driving. No, if I'm going but, to invest 89 of my Sets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat Especially that fucking as a, cone as a youth. Of course. So your parents money. Of course. Well, maybe then I would do the, uh, I would grab it by the ice cream of his old <laughs> Papa milks money. You know, <laughs> I'm spending bag milks money. I'm going to eat that cone nation. Dan, who has the ultimate ice cream treat? Well, I would have said uh, Cold Stone Creamery or any of those kind of ilk, but they started like limiting the toppings that they put in that shit. And that's BS in my mind. <laughs> so I'm going to say it's the uh, it's the quick stops. It's our quick ways with the uh, frosters. When you get a little bit of soft serve into that into a slush or a slurpee, as some people call it, um, to me, that's just an elite an elite little dessert and it's sneaky good. If you get lime with vanilla ice cream, I had a screamer two days ago, Dan, how do you feel about that? I'm jealous of, you now. you should be. It was delicious. That's I, I always agree. That's a good shout again. Hot summer day. You just get those two things mixed up together. Mm, I have seen people. A trend is to go to McDonald's and make your own like ice cream float where you get a uh, vanilla, uh. you get a vanilla cone and a like medium pop. I haven't had a float in quite some and time. You just drop the cone right in there. I'd imagine the cone part gets soggy and unedible at some point, but the, the <laughs> yeah, combination you of just ice like cream. sans cone for me on my float, please. But I just want the business you, end of the cone. Mm-hmm. That's when you the grab the ice cream, cream at the top yeah, part. And you throw it in. In I'm, I'm not really <laughs> like a big ice cream guy though. That's not my go-to. No. Yeah. I went the other day. I was at the grocery store shopping while I was just starving, which is such a mistake. Yeah, so many things. I know. I know. Um, and there was these Oreo drumstick cones. I'm like, fuck, those look so fucking good. So I bought a box and every night I open my freezer. I look at them. I'm like, I should have that, oh, but I got to do something first. And I forget. So anyways, that's you go home irrelevant. when you leave here. I'm going to tell Coomzy that story. He'll you, love it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he'll love it. And then maybe you follow it up when you sell a hat story again. Yep. When you go home today, I want you to crack open your freezer and you have one of those cones. Sounds good, buddy. You're on a nation vacation starting, you know, whenever we're done this. We got to bring the podcast gear though. Well, you do. I sneaky, don't. Just sneaky winter, a sneaky summer treat uh, is the ice cream, the new ice cream sandwiches that they have out with the vanilla cookies instead of the chocolate. That's yeah. good. Good. Or you get those ones with like the real cookie, right? Not like just like the yeah, yeah, real cookie, yeah. like Legit. a real cook. My missus, I haven't had one of these in a hundred years until recently. My missus buys treats of pizzas all the time. Oh, yeah. oh, forget about it. <laughs> Overrated. Oh, okay. Wow. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay, there was just I'm a big good. reaction. I'm more of a ice cream cake. I love an ice cream cake. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but treats of pizza is just lighter. Dairy queen cakes are overrated. And it's portable, really. You could just, you could take a slice and away you go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Back on the road. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I got nothing. I want to know why you dislike treats of pizzas. Just, I would just rather have the whole thing. It's like panookies. I mean, you could eat the whole treats of pizza. Like like a pan cookie. It's just a big cookie, Liam. Just. You're driving me nuts today. Also, don't like (laughs) (laughs) Don't like What? What? I'm sorry, Liam. What does it have to do with pan cookies? I just, that's what I think about when I think of treats of pizza. My friends have this big thing about panookies and. I don't think I've ever heard that term before just now. It's a Boston Boston pizza thing. It's a Boston pizza product. Yeah. yeah, It's a big pan cookie. Yeah. Like it makes sense now that I know, but I don't know. I'd never heard that before. I don't think. You know what's good? We wouldn't go there. We would go to Montana's for our panookies. Yeah. Yeah. If if, if I'm going for a panookie, I'm getting some ribs first. (laughs) Yeah. I'm having ribs too. Oh, a panookie yeah, with a ribs. big dump of vanilla ice cream on it. Mm. All ribs with vanilla ice cream. I would Bananas. absolutely eat ribs with vanilla ice cream on it. 
It's like that mm. satanic chicken sandwich you brought up as your cold performer a couple weeks ago, Dan. That's true. That, that is very true. Fucked up. Swish Alley should go to jail bad. for that. <laughs> Any other uh, delicious ice cream treats you guys would like to argue over before we move on? <laughs> now to we did a solid 10 minutes on this one. We're good. There you go. Montana's. Go in. If there's a location near you, what are you waiting for? <laughs> Leave the office right now. How I will write you an unlicensed doctor note. How many people are even still listening to this podcast? All of them. <laughs> I would All imagine, I would imagine some, some people million. got sick of the nonsense here. What nonsense? We had very important. We'll wait, wait until what I've got coming for on cold performers. Yeah, if you I think we're a, done with I the nonsense, a hot performer as well. That's gonna <laughs> be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to it. Tyler, get your buttons ready. I haven't got a cold yet, though. I got to tell you about. Well, apparently, treats of pizza is your cold performer. We're gonna have to talk about this afterwards. Hot cold performers brought to you by our friends at Twig and Berries. If you go to twigandberries.ca, use the promo code Nation15, you'll get a discount on your order. Or if you're in St. Albert, why not check them out in store? You might even see Tyler there. He might even be shopping for some new ODR collection gear. Right, Tyler? Yes. Twig and Berries. Time for our cold performers of the week. Nation Dan, you are on screen, so I'm staring at you. Who is your Twig and Berry cold performer of the week? I'll just take the the easy one off the board. It's, yeah. It is the loss of Ben Stelter. I know that there's a lot of positive because we got to meet the young guy, but it's absolutely the loss of Ben Stelter this week is mm-hmm. my cold performer of the week. I, I think... Across the board, we all agree with you. 100%. No, yeah, no totally. doubt. Yeah. Liam, your Twig Berries Cold Performer of the Week. Um, mine would be the person who put the espresso in my coffee this morning. Why? Tell me about it. It was terrible. I just. What'd you order? I ordered a grande. Well, I ordered a, a medium chai latte. Yeah. And they asked me, they're like, hey, you want espresso? And I've never done that before. And the flavor of my chai tea was non-existent and it just tasted like coffee. So that's not what so I So hold on. You asked for it no, no, and no. they gave it to you. They, they volunteered it. Suggested they upsold you. You got upsold, yeah. I said, yeah, that might be nice. And I tried it and I didn't like it. So my taste buds are my cold. <laughs> that's a joke. That's an absolute joke is what it is. Mm-hmm. Bold by her. You don't fuck with an English men's tea. That's she what was like. Australian. So she should know. Oh, she should know. She should know. <laughs> Unbelievable. She was probably doing it on purpose. Well, yeah, yeah. she heard you were English and she's like, it's my chance to get back at you. Never yeah. again. What you did to our people. Never, Never forget. <laughs> Tyler, your Twig and Berries cold performer of the week. Uh, the news that Kanye West or that Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian broke up. True uh, love is dead. I don't know what to believe what anymore. What the hell is going on? How am I supposed to believe in true love? Although I hope you like my tweet where I said it's another celebrity couple the two of us have outlasted. I did not see that. You didn't see that? No. I responded it to you. Huh. I saw today that Tyler wants to kiss me under the CN Tower. That's very exciting. To celebrate Kim and Pete breaking up. Well, there couples. are odds up. No, don't take away my hot performance. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I won't, I won't. I won't. <laughs> okay. uh, who's left? Me, I guess. My Twig and Berries Cold Performer of the Week is I'm so excited to go. I'm so excited to spend the weekend with Dan and with Tyler and with Jay and the rest of the nation citizens that are going to Toronto with us on this nation vacation. But my cold performer of the week, 6.30 a.m. flights. I get it. It's 8.30 a.m. in the east when we get on this plane. And when we land, it's going to be early in the afternoon. Our whole day is in front of us. Mm-hmm. But what do I have to do? I have to get up at like four in the fucking morning to make this happen. Mm-hmm. And that ain't going to be easy. So early wake ups for those flights. You're my cold performer of the week. You're as cold as ice. Although that uh, 5 a.m. double Caesar is going to be delicious. Mm. Flipping the ledger to a positive note. Let's finish off the podcast with some bright sides. Liam, your Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. Chris Evans. No, not Captain America or Buzz Lightyear, but Chris Evans of the Cincinnati Bengals, who is plus 1,400 to be Kim Kardashian's <laughs> next boyfriend. Coming in slightly ahead is Jamie Foxx, who I'm pretty sure might be married, is plus 1,200. And odds on favorite, plus 800, Van Jones. Don't know who that is. So Chris Evans. Donald That's Trump also on the list. Donald Trump going to date Kim Kardashian. Plus. Ben Jones is an American news and political commentator. He's 53 years oh, old. I recognize that guy. I would fade that pick. Yeah, I wouldn't um, go with that. Pete Davidson still on the list. Plus 900. Two. I like uh, Nick Cannon on there. Ray yeah. J. I like hey, what well, Ray J get back together. Why if, not? If you wanted to make some money on this thing, 
Drizzy Drake 30 to one or Michael B. Jordan 33 to one. I think that might be the play. You know, I I'm not going to, I would do an outside sprinkle on Harry Styles too, because he is just, he's, he's a been, ladies dream. These been days there, done that. Wasn't he with Kendall? No. Yeah, he was with Kendall. And you can't, uh, you're not done until you get to Chris. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> the trifecta. Yeah, it took me a second uh, to clean what <laughs> Eminem, also on the list, plus 6,500. And um, Johnny Depp, too. If I'm going to bet there, we're going to do a BLT bets impromptu segment. Mm-hmm. My money would go on Drake. Yeah. Can I think I'm on Chris Evans. Love me. I mean, Drake wrote a song about her. Yeah. Come on. Kiki, do you love me? Oh, is that, are, are you, you riding? riding? Well, maybe. Huh? We're just putting it out there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Chris Evans, shout out to you. The, uh, <laughs> I think he's a third string running back on the Bengals. Good for him. Yeah. Also shout out to, uh, hot? you know what? I don't think Donald Trump's going to date her. I'm just going to put that out there. I think he's got a bit, a bit much going on right now. Yeah. I think he's got other problems. <laughs> Why what happened? Uh, I plead the fifth. We now begin our political segment of today's show. <laughs> Tyler, yeah. your Twig and Berries hot performer of the week. My girl, Kennedy's trash. She brought me back. She went on vacation. She went down to the U.S. Looked like she had a great time at some lakes, did some shopping, but she remembered to bring me back a full case. 12 of them. Bud Light Is sodas. Is this the second time she's done this for you? Yes. She's unbelievable. It, she knows how happy it makes me. And she does it every time she goes to the Do States. Do you think there's any part of Kennedy that is trying to poison you slowly? Cause that's what those drinks are. I don't even care. They make me so happy <laughs> and Kennedy makes me happy. So my hot performer of the week goes to Kennedy for bringing me back once again, a case of Bud Light hard sodies. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot. Cause I'm flat. You ain't cause you not. Nation Dan, your twig and berries hot performer of the week. Uh, well, for my hot performer of the week, I'm going to do a rare thing that I don't usually do. And I'm going to go down to the Calgary flames organization and point right at their assistant general manager, Chris snow, who at the age of 37 was told that he was not going to live more than six months. And as he posted this morning, he just passed his 41st birthday. So, uh, wonderful news, you know, especially with all the bad news yesterday, uh, good news coming out of that organization. Great news. It's a great reminder that hockey is more than just a game and uh, we're all in this together. So Chris, no, you get my hot performer of the week. It's getting hot in here. My Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week is the Edmonton Oilers head coach, Jay Woodcroft, who is celebrating his 46th birthday today. So I'm going to say Jay Woodcroft, happy birthday. I still think about the story Tyler told where you helped a lady bring her luggage down. You popped up there. Tyler thought you were going to be one of those first people off the plane guys. No, no, no. You're just helping other, other flight people. What do you call them? Riders. Passengers. Passengers with their luggage. (laughs) Jay Woodcroft, you get my Twig and Berry's Hot Performer of the Week. I can't believe it! Flight people. Flight people. (laughs) Hello, flight people. I hope that's how they acknowledge us tomorrow morning on the plane. If they greet us, we all have to stand up and clap for you. If they greet us like that, we didn't, I didn't see that coming. Hello, flight people. If you are listening to this and you work for Flair Airlines and you happen to be on our flight to Toronto tomorrow, please call us flight people. <laughs> <laughs> and with oh, that, we well, are unhinged today. This 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 was not a great episode. Weird. Of no, podcast. no, we are going into vacation mode early. It seems like I want to say thank you to DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, Cornerstone Insurance, Montana's, and Twig and Berries for making it all possible. And I also want to say thank you to everybody that's listening to this, perhaps even on a plane that we're on. There you go. Well, there's Nation Radio 217 in the books. It's Thursday. It's a day early. Have a great weekend, everybody. Shout out to the Stelters. We're thinking of you guys. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, 
it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, hockey fans, listen up, because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Face-Off Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes, because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. 